Hey everybody, welcome to The Buzz, your entertainment podcast. Scott Tatey, Megan Miller, your hosts, ready to talk about the local entertainment scene. Uh, beginning with Tuesday, I'm going to be at a show, Old 97's, playing Mr. Smalls, one of my favorite alternative country bands. You wrote a story about a band coming to town, Stage AE. Let's yes. talk about that. Pierce the Veil and Sum 41 will be headlining Stage AE on Tuesday night. Some headbanging, hard rocking kind of stuff, right? Well, at least for Pierce the Veil. Yeah, I feel like Sum 41 is a little lighter, although I haven't heard some of their newest stuff yet. But yeah, it's the We Will Detonate tour. <laughs> um, so that kind of tells you a lot. Uh, that, yeah. <laughs> so a night of soft love ballads is what I'm exactly okay. you know Michael Bolton type songs <laughs> but now um, they Pierce the Veil has done very well in the past at Stage AE they've played there with uh, like a two night um, stay with uh Sleeping with Sirens a couple of Februarys ago, and they were um, there with All Time Low, and I a uh, few years ago, and I think that was the outdoor show where it was like 35 degrees in April, <laughs> oh, yeah. if I remember, because I remember our, our correspondent was there, and she was in gloves and a winter coat, <laughs> and I think that might have been when the outdoor uh, venues decided maybe we should wait until May to open outside, but yeah, so they'll um, be there. I talked with Pierce the Veil's bassist, and he talked about what fans can expect. They um, which I thought this was interesting. They put a lot of time into their uh, stage setup and their set list, so you're getting a different show each time. So that was a cool thing to learn. Because they have the kind of fan base that would go to each show each time, so uh, I appreciate when they kind of mix things up. Yeah, because I remember when they were um, a couple years ago in the February where they were back-to-back nights at Stage AE, um, they even had said, like, we're going to do it differently, so if you bought tickets for both nights, which a lot of people had done for that so they're only here one night this time but yeah it sounds like you're going to get a completely different show some covers some old songs new and all of that so you mentioned the support act some 41 i always feel obligated to mention the singer derek used to be married to avril lavigne yes why, that is, I don't know why that amuses me but <clears throat> but yes yeah, so and now who is she married to now this the nickelback singer okay um i can never there's gotta be jokes there but I don't yeah know. but anyway but yeah so um some 41 i missed them last year they were at warp tour um but yes yeah, so they're this is the first time i think they've played well you missed them because they started like at 11 a.m or something no they were at like seven o'clock at night oh. and i was en route to shrek the ah. musical <laughs> so so, so yeah, um, so yeah, that's your chance to see that. Uh, we have a story up on our website at timesinline.com/entertainment for um, ticket information and uh, times and all of that stuff. And then we need to segue into a show that I know you've been looking forward to for months, if not years. Yeah, I, you know, it's funny. You, you think you've seen every band you like. Uh, you, you try your hardest, but I have never seen the Red Hot Chili Peppers live until this Thursday. Uh, I had a ticket to see them at the Rolling Rock Town Fair years ago. I ended up with strep throat. Oh, didn't go. I've been kicking myself ever since then but uh you know god willing the crick don't rise i'll be there this thursday ppg paint serena to see the chili peppers their new album kind of interesting a little more uh chill kind of trippy a little bit so it's not the the crazy funk rock stuff they did back in the day it's not the mtv anthem stuff they did in the late 90s so uh i'm curious what the crowd's going to be like but uh tickets sold pretty well so I'll, I'll let you know next week what i thought about the red hot chili peppers fleeing the boys here this thursday <laughs> And um, across the river, I guess, and, or not quite, I'm not sure, I still don't know how the geography of downtown Pittsburgh works, I guess. Yeah, across the, the Allegheny. Yeah, okay. <laughs> See, I'm not lying. Um, it's Stage AE, the 1975 will be um, back. They were just here um, on Halloween, right? They did two nights that sold out indoors, so now they're outdoors at Stage AE, and I'm, I'm sending you to that one. I want, I want to... A full report on them. I'm intrigued. Yes, I know the name. I know they've done very well in Pittsburgh before, but I'm kind of intrigued to see like what all 
what all is going to be there? I saw it's indie rock band from England, Manchester, England. I saw them uh, about 2014 or so. It was like a December. They they're just on the way up, and it was kind of cool. I dug them, but they, they really exploded after that to the point uh, this past February they won the Brit Award for Best British Band. That's like the Britain's version of the Grammys. They were named Best Band. They beat out some band named Radiohead. Wow. They beat out Bastille. So uh, a lot of buzz about them, and now it's outdoor. They have a younger fan base, but it's it's not bubblegum. It's, it's, it's pretty cool rock and roll, hooky rock and roll. So uh, see what happens. All right. Well, if they beat Radiohead, that, that says something, <laughs> right? I think. So... And then um, switching to a completely different genre, the following night, Friday night, where where are you yeah, going? Yeah, so switching centuries here. We, we could talk about a, a show in Midland, but first let's talk about a metal show, Mastodon at Stage AE. I uh, saw them at PPG, what was it called back in the day? What's well, now Key Bank Pavilion back in the uh, Oh, first years. Niagara? Yeah, 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 you know, the place everyone still calls Star Lake. <clears throat> anyway, saw Mastodon there. They're coming back, headlining outdoor. The new album's pretty good. Uh, they're, they're a good bridge for me because they're metal. That's kind of some of the vintage metal I like, but it's still modern sounding. Like some of them, it's not the screamo stuff as much that, you know, I'm not a huge fan of. It's uh, it, it's just for older metalheads like me, it's still some good, fresh kind of heavy metal. So looking forward to that. But, yeah, I was teasing about the show at Midland on Yeah, Friday. well, I was actually talking about Mastodon. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Well, that is prehistoric, I guess, yes. a name like Mastodon. Uh, there's a show at Lincoln Park Performing Arts Center, Black Box Theater. It's based on a bunch of Civil War letters. This, this guy from Pennsylvania near Johnstown was writing back and forth to his bride while he was fighting in the Civil War, and uh, it became a, a play, a, a national play, and it's being staged one night only this Friday in Midland. Cool. It sounds like a really interesting um, subject matter, and I'm curious how it is actually going to be acted out on the stage, if it's like a lot of letter reading or like voiceover, or if like the actual content in the letters is acted out. Kind of like that. It's sort of like a, a live reading, but they're wearing costume, and there's going to be lighting and that kind of thing. Uh, I got a chance to talk to the, the author when he was in Mexico. We did a phone interview. Uh, the guy himself is interesting. He has an extensive New York background in, in dance. He, he toured nationally with the Paul Taylor Dance Company. He was at Woodstock. Just, just a crazy interesting guy. I hope you go back and read this story this Sunday. But uh, he grew up in Johnstown. This is based on his great-grandfather's letters that he wrote in the Civil War. And uh, they hired some uh, a lot of local cast members, uh, people who have been like in ARAC Theater in Rochester, uh, Newcastle Playhouse. So it's got local talent that, that's putting on this show, and uh, I, I think it's going to be really interesting. Cool. And we will be right back. Get ready, get set, get out this weekend. Watch every Wednesday as I, Scott Tatey, give you the scoop on local entertainment and help you plan how to get out this weekend. Sponsored by Lincoln Park Performing Arts Center. A new episode premieres every Wednesday at timesonline.com slash get out or watch them on our Beaver County Times Roku channel. Don't miss it. And we are back on The Buzz. We're your hosts, Scott Tatey and Megan Miller, ready to talk. Uh, some things that are going on that we've caught up with on the last week. I want to talk about FIPS. You're, you're the best FIPS person I know. <laughs> you, you cover that scene so well. I, I always enjoy your articles and talk about this latest show. Yeah, you're going to have another article to read later this week. Um, I went, we talked a little last week about um, the new show that they're, um, that is now open and open Saturday. It's called Supernatural and it's glass art by um, artist Jason Gamrath. Uh, he's a Seattle based um, artist and he, he's been at Phipps for the last like three or four weeks now actually um, setting up his pieces and installing them and everything. And I actually got to meet him on Thursday for a little 
um, not a little, but a press event at um, Phipps um, in Oakland where he spoke a little about the new exhibit. He took us on a tour and then he did a glass blowing uh, demonstration of a much smaller scale version of how he creates these pieces. Um, it, uh, the actual exhibit, which is, um, like I said, open Saturday and it's on display until November 6th. Um, it has over 40 installations of glass art ranging from 8 to 14 feet tall. And luckily for us, you took your video camera. Got I some- did. I took my video camera. I took a photographer. So we're all covered in the visual. Because um, even I spoke to uh, Jason for a little bit, and he had even said, I said, what do you want people to know going into this exhibit? And he had said, absolutely nothing. You can describe it. You can see photos of it. But until you're standing under it and taking it all in in the atmosphere, you're not going to fully get it. So that was an interesting um an interesting approach to it. So just in time for Mother's Day, is there a better place to take mom than the Phipps Conservatory Botanical Gardens? I'm going to say no. <laughs> I think that would be a perfect way to uh, celebrate Mother's Day. Uh, you get to see some pretty flowers. And uh, the cool thing, too, is the shows that they do, you know, the spring, summer, fall, um, the holiday one, they're always very plant-based and flower-based, obviously, because it is a botanical gardens. But this one is... They pair the plants with the um, glass installations. So in the one they have, um, in the serpentine room, they have these beautiful pitcher plants where they just are these beautiful, like, uh, cylinder-like vases. Um, There's 93 of them in the room. And they actually have the pitcher plant that it's based on planted right next to it. So everything that is made in glass has a real counterpart. So you have a cool mix. You have the the natural beauty of the flowers and then this man-made beauty of of this, this craftsman yeah and it's really i mean it was really cool watching him make this um he made an orchid and it took like 15 minutes or so for him to make this like small version and he's like just imagine another seven hours and 45 minutes to get um to make the you know oversized uh, real life version but it's funny because he had talked about a lot how important the precision is of something like this and you know if one false move you literally lost your project in eight hours from your day (laughs) like i mean it's just because i asked him how do you not get frustrated because and he's like well you can't not i mean sometimes you'll work on something and it's three days is gone because it is part of something else like there's five pieces and if you mess up one piece you'd pretty much just have to start over i get mad when my computer freezes and i lose 15 I, minutes of work i was gonna eight say hours I don't, I don't think um glass art is for us based on uh, patience and everything else but yeah it's re- it's really cool um but no it's a really nice exhibit that features um all of the rooms or most of the rooms of phipps um there's even some in the butterfly forest and in the orchid room which usually aren't part of the you know spring or summer shows so so yeah so if you get a chance, uh, definitely get to uh, check that out. Okay, and we're talking about places to go. <clears throat> Kennywood opens. Well, they had a real quick opening last weekend, but it's uh, open again this weekend. And then beginning the, the Thursday before Memorial Day, open daily through September. Yeah, another place that you could take mom. <laughs> <laughs> you could. Uh, in fact, this year, they're, they're not so much they have any huge new rides. or They're not trying to set a record for roller coasters or anything like, like Cedar Point always does. But they're really emphasizing the, the new food items. And then they have the, this really fun new movie. It's it's the 4D version of the Lego movie. And, and I got to see that. And it, it, first of all, the Lego movies are just so fun. It's, it's one of those things that the kids can laugh. And then there's enough 
subversive humor for the adults to laugh at too. And more important, if it's a 90 degree day, why yes. not tuck into a dark, cool theater for 15 minutes? <laughs> and you, you get wet no matter what. Part of the thing is you get some water sprayed on you during the show. It's, it's one of those interactive shows. So if the characters are, are splashing around the ocean, you're going to feel water falling on your hand. There's a scene where you're gonna your pant leg starts moving because there's like some action running around behind you. Uh, at one point, like I was getting poked in the back. I'm like, what is that? But it's your seat. It's sort of interactive. Whatever's going on on the screen is kind of happening in your seat. And you said you saw that at Disney World. Yeah, um, it was Honey, I Shrunk the Audience, <laughs> and I remember they had different. Um, they had I can't remember if it was like a water gun, but you did get wet. I remember like a mouse or a rat or something got loose, and I could always tell when it was coming because I would pick my feet up because it creeped me out but there would be like little straws of air like at your feet like feeling like a mouse was around you that's what they do for this lego movie then this the 3d itself is amazing i mean you feel like these characters are right in your eyeball it's just so wild how they're able to do that and then uh so it's, it's only like a 12-minute movie. So it, like you said, a good, good chance to get inside in the air condition. But then Kenny was also proud of the new foods they got this year, a lot more health-conscious, like gluten-free things, uh, you know, keeping in mind allergies. Uh, so the, the kids' food particularly, they've they really uh, you know, addressed a lot of needs, and they've been hearing from people, they, the parents, they wanted them to do that, so they have. So uh, well, we, have a, we have a story and video on it this Wednesday. You'll, you'll see some more. Now, you got to taste test some of the food. I remember you got to taste a broccoli tot. It was very good. Uh, designed for kids, but I, I was munching them down. The Auntie Anne's uh, had some pretzels and cheese. And then there's a, a uh, for people like barbecue, there's a place actually from, it's got Beaver County ties. It's doing a bunch of barbecue there. So uh, I think uh, you'll be, I mean, and, and we did an interview with uh, the, one of the spokesmen out there. And he said, look, there are people who come to Kennywood mainly for the food. And the rides are kind of secondary. And of course, they, they've amped up the potato patch fries. They have some new dips with those as well. So, oh, uh, yeah. so it's kind of something for everyone. Now, Tell where you. is the healthy stuff is at? Is that in Kitty Land? Uh, yes. Uh, okay. well, well, there's also an area right in the middle where they have a lot of it. Sort of what I what I say. It's kind of right smack in the middle, <laughs> really. Okay. Yeah, not too far from the lake and the. Uh, man, I'm, I'm kind of drawing a blank here, but okay. you'll find just it. If people are curious, like, where can I get the broccoli tots or, you know, PB&J or something? Oh, yeah, they have some of that, too. Uh, just look for the people coming out uh, noshing on some good food. You, and just follow, follow, just the follow them and follow the smells. Yes. And then you um, caught a show... Uh, the other day at in Rochester. Uh, yes, I did. Uh, a guy named Sammy K from New Jersey, punk rocker. Uh, I was going to make a point. Ro- look at Rochester starting to get all hip. You got the the new nightclub that opened or the new lounge called Roots Rochester. And then I went to Hollywood Gardens right upstairs and saw a, a nationally touring artist uh, doing a show there. So. Uh, yeah, it, it was a good time. Uh, a loud show. My, my ears are still ringing. Are but, uh, they? Yes, they are. Okay. But, but uh, I, I just, you know, we're always trying to tell people what's going on in Beaver County. There are, there are national bands coming here. We, we have a show at Wooly Boys in, uh, this Friday, a band called The Vindies. So uh, make sure we follow our paper. We're, we're telling you what's <laughs> going on. But, yeah, this guy named Sam McKay was a really good time. Uh, I, I he was in Indiana the night after that. And uh, he, was, he was really grumbling, though, that uh, UPS lost his order. He couldn't even sell his merch. He couldn't sell his T-shirts at the show because the order got lost. So That's got to be a nightmare for bands that that's where a lot of their <laughs> yeah. income and revenue is coming from. Yeah, he's not making millions of dollars off of movie placements or anything like that. So it kind of felt for the guy. But then it, it, the cool thing about them doing an intimate show in Beaver County, afterward I, I was shaking hands with them, talking them on the si- talking with them on the sidewalk. So uh but put that name in your – you hear the name Sammy K. Some old-timers will think of the old band leader named Sammy K. But uh, this guy spells his name differently. There's no E on the end. And uh, it's just shortened for his real name, which is some Polish name that has, like, 18 consonants in it. So uh, 
good guy though. <clears throat> All right, and are you ready for this week's love it or loathe it? Uh, yeah, I've got to stop the wing it because I was going to tie that into my love. But okay, yeah. <laughs> you can. Do you want to continue your love? <laughs> No, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just loving there's, there's some entertainment going on in Rochester. And uh, we'll, we went to this grand opening of a place called Roots. And uh, it's a guy who used to be a DJ out in California, though he grew up in New Brighton, went to high school in New Brighton. And uh, just a really cool, loungy vibe there. Uh, the, the turnout was very big for opening night. And the, the gimmick is they're going to have food trucks there on weekends. Uh, they had a, a Mexican food truck for uh, Cinco de Mayo, Cinco de Mayo on, on Friday. And uh, it's going to be uh, you're going to see Rochester happening right across the street from the Avenue Theater where the RAC Theater does its plays. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just loving that things are going on in Rochester. Yeah, and I feel like that is such a trend now with a lot of new bars that are popping up like in the city. They have food trucks coming because they don't have kitchens. So right, and it's more uh, variety that way. You'd go back. Oh, I like the Mexican place. Let's see what this this barbecue place is like. You know what I mean? It's not the same old same old. Yeah, so you can keep going back and trying new food. I so. love it. All right, well, I also have a love this week. Um, Last week, I guess it was what, last Wednesday, uh, the Delta Foundation of Pittsburgh announced the headliner for this year's Pittsburgh Pride in the Street, which happens June 10th on Liberty Avenue downtown. Jennifer Hudson will be headlining. I am loving the fact that she is coming to Pittsburgh. I am loving the fact that she is headlining Pride, and I think that was a flawless choice for a headliner. Just the resume, we're talking about an Oscar winner, we're talking about a Grammy winner, and her voice is just amazing. If Anytime Jennifer Hudson's singing on an award show, I always make sure I'm watching, and I, I just, her voice is just flawless. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious because it is a very, like, uh, party, you know, kind of like a flowy, you know, atmosphere. Um, you're in the middle of the street, and I always think of her as somebody, like, very, she would be good at the Benenum Center or, like, some, you know, very structured, you know, beautiful performance. I'm really excited to see what she's going to do and how, like, her stage is going to be set up and what she's going to perform. But I just... I know every year when they we know the announcement's coming, we sit there and we guess, who do you think it's going to be? And then you you know start looking up like, oh, is this person on tour? What about this person? And she's not one that immediately came to mind, but as soon as I heard the name, I'm like, perfect choice. Guessing a little bit more of a classy ambiance than Kesha last year. And although Kesha yeah. was fun, it was, uh, I think your words were you felt like you needed a shower afterwards. It was kind of a, yeah. kind of a raw and interesting show yeah and it was <laughs> gritty it was warm and you know you're covered in glitter and everything else so i'm, I'm curious like I, I do think this is gonna class it up a little i mean no nothing no offense to kesha or anything that was but, a fun show but yeah, yeah it was but but jennifer's just a different vibe just yeah she just has a different vibe she just has a very elo- eloquent and um elegant and classy vibe to her so i'm i'm excited to see what she's gonna do but yeah i think uh delta knocked it out of the park with this one they've had quite a track record with from nick jonas to uh they had melissa etheridge they had adam lambert so they 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 really booked some good acts for this and uh they really do and jennifer hudson has she played pittsburgh at all her last tour did not i remember that so uh, i I don't believe so so yeah so this is a chance not only are you do you have you know for this specific event but you have somebody who hasn't played here in a while so i yes like i said love it i think it's a really good choice and i'm excited to see I'm excited to see the turnout, and I'm excited to see her show. So things are happening. Beaver County and Pittsburgh. Entertainment, so much so much to look forward to this summer. Yes, and uh, we'll be back uh, next week talking even more entertainment as we head into more of the outdoor con- um, concert season and other entertainment happening in the area. Yeah, there's a lot of places you can listen to this show. There sure are. SoundCloud's one, uh, Stitcher Radio, iTunes. And your favorite. Timesonline.com slash podcasts. And you can always follow the latest in entertainment news um, on our website or on Twitter. You can follow me at Maggie E. 
I'm at my name, at Scott Tady. Thanks for joining us. 